This episode is geared specifically for home buyers or anyone looking to purchase real estate. That also means if you are a realtor or you are a mortgage loan originator, you must tune in. You're gonna love our take on Dave Ramsey. Are you ready? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children, 18 plus, you are tuned in to the Loan Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and my main man, JC, John Coleman. Dio was popping. You and I, for the first time in our new studio in Lake Mary, Florida, JC. Like a trap house. It's like a trap house, but I trust every time I walk in here, you are further taking one step further to getting it fully built out yeah you know it's baby steps though i saw the credit card i saw you you purchased some furniture yes you know we got a balance you know check some balances but yeah you know shout out modani furniture in orlando shout out no this is gonna be phenomenal like already it's exciting i i leave the office in winter park now every tuesday morning we i drive the 15 20 minutes up to lake mary Mm -hmm. where we have an entire 12 foot by 16 foot studio that you're building out where we're going to be able to not only record our podcast, oh, yeah. but we're going to be able to make training videos yep. for tloponline.com. Yep. And letting y'all know now, we are going to take our YouTube channel. That, by the way, to me, it hasn't been a YouTube channel. It's been a place where we could host mm-hmm. our podcast mm-hmm. for those that like to watch us versus just listen to us. Yep. But it wasn't a legit podcast. It wasn't a legit um, YouTube channel. Right. The way that, like, I don't know... Uh, Mr. Beast or Patrick Bet David has a YouTube channel? Never heard of them. That's fine. You don't need to have heard of them. <laughs> but but we need to go look at what they're doing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then we can start putting our own, like, shorter you don't, content. You don't know this, but there's this, I just found out this stuff called AI. You can use AI and, like, it's crazy. Yeah. Are, is someone turning on to AI? Finally? Yeah, I went down the rabbit hole. All right. Well, maybe AI will help you further make this studio oh, yeah, gonna, as badass as it's going to be. This shit is going to pop once and, it's done. And we are going to do all of our podcast recordings here. We are going to do all of the trainings, mm-hmm. which we drop anywhere between four to six a month, mm-hmm. brand new, mm-hmm. to tloponline.com. That's members only. Yeah. But we're going to be putting additional content, content you and I have never done before. Uh-oh. We're going to be putting up on our YouTube channel starting next month. Yes. Starting in February 2024. I always forget this isn't a live radio broadcast. Yeah. So people don't know that it's the end of yeah, January yeah. when they'll, we're recording this. Up, yeah. This is dropping on, I think, February 2nd? What's oh, Friday? Yeah, What's Friday's date? February 2nd. Yeah, it's going to drop Every on February 2nd. Every day Groundhog Day to me now, yeah. Justin. So we're going to jump right into it. The The title of today's episode okay. is purely stated okay. or questioned. Clickbaity. Clickbaity. AI is going to help you do it. No, they're not. I'm doing this shit. I'm doing this title. Made by a human. Is Dave Ramsey out of touch? Probably. Probably. That is the answer. We could go ahead and say, all right, that's all All for today, folks. Quick editing for me. Yeah, right. You would love that. But no, is Dave Ramsey out of touch? Over the weekend, Mm -hmm. I was scrolling through my news feed. I don't know if I was on Instagram or Facebook. And I saw something that was posted by the Ramsey team mm-hmm. and I read it and I'm, I'm not opposed to Dave Ramsey in general. If you've been tuning in over the past four years, it's a great starting place. Just like T-ball was a great place for me Damn. to teach my kid yeah. how to swing a baseball bat. Just like shitting your pants and diapers was the first way before you had to walk and use the toilet. I guess so. Maybe everybody has to start somewhere. Everyone has to start somewhere. And, and for some people just mastering what Dave Ramsey teaches 
like that is a major accomplishment. Mm -hmm. It should be celebrated and they will live a happy life. However, but that's not all people. And there are people out there that, that are engaged, that are disciplined, that are above average intelligence at which point I screenshotted what was posted. Mm -hmm. And I was like, ah, I'm calling bullshit on a couple aspects. So we're going to talk about let's, that. Let's do. And it's everything that, that, that comes with purchasing a home and financing a home. Okay. Something that I've been doing for a minute or for two. 20 years for just a little bit. Yes. Now Dave Ramsey generates leads through his radio show and sells those leads to mortgage lenders. But Dave doesn't do loans for a living. Dave's not talking to home buyers three to four a day, every single day, 52 weeks out of the year, yeah. like our loan officers and our, and our, company owners and our branch managers who tune into the show, the, the real estate agents who tune in, like we're the boots on the ground. So I want to do an entire episode. Where we're going to gear it towards those home buyers. And heck I said, home buyers, it could be parents who have adult age children living at home mm, and yeah. they have failure to launch out syndrome. And they're like, yeah, peace out homie. Like, time for like let me give you some sound financial advice. So loan officers, we're making this, this content for you so you can swipe and adapt it mm -hmm. so you can share it so you can chop it up and put it on your social a uh, realtor same exact thing like listen to us and instead of you telling your buyer these things sure let us tell yeah. them we'll be the cool uncles yeah yeah so that's what we're going to do okay and i have my phone oh, on shit. the table and the reason why i have the phone on the table is because i want you've to been read. prepping a lot lately for I, these podcasts and it's starting to scare me i i want to read what was posted okay. and I'm going to offer commentary, Good. but please know that my commentary comes from 20 years experience. Mm -hmm. I have personally funded thousands, thousands of home loans mm -hmm. for home buyers, right? I, I coach hundreds of loan originators to do what I did very successfully so that they can do it. And we are helping Americans generate the most amounts of wealth through real estate, through home ownership. Yeah. And we help them leverage the debt to do so. Okay. Like, I think I know a thing or two and I could be what they would call out there a shmi. Shmi, subject, subject matter, matter expert. expert. Yes. So, but before we do it, I have what you've told me. I have two minutes max mm -hmm. so of housekeeping. That means it's going to go five and a half. I apologize in advance, ladies and gentlemen. You start counting your head backwards. 99. What is this, a uh, DUI checkpoint? I couldn't yeah. do that if I was sober, officer. What the <laughs> hell? Don't tell me that shit. <laughs> um, quietly. From 200, not from 100. <laughs> All, right. All right. No, but check this out, y'all. Um, everyone needs to understand that we have an event coming up in Tallahassee, Florida, next Wednesday. So next Wednesday, which is going to be, pull out my calendar, mm -hmm. February the, can you do that math, John, in your head? It's going to be February the 7th. I'm going to be in Tallahassee, Florida, speaking for the Mortgage Bankers Association, if you are in or around the 850, I invite you. Come say hi. Come hang out. Check out what they're doing over at the NBA of Tallahassee, and you'll listen to me give an hour keynote plus do some Q&A. Go knows. If you're not in the southeast of the United States, mm -hmm. you're not in or around Tallahassee, Florida, no worries. I'm going to invite you. Right now, you're hearing it first. I'm going to be in Scottsdale, Arizona the next day. Mm. So I'm flying to Scottsdale. It's guys weekend. I don't, don't know if you know this, John, but there's a little thing called the waste management um, golf tournament. Yeah, that's it's also called the people's open the, on the 17th hole at the stadium hole. That's where everybody gets drunk and throws beer and takes off their shirt. I'm well aware. 16th hole. All right. So <laughs> what so, did I say? 17? You said 17. Okay. Oh, you're yeah. Right. Yeah. So y'all check this out. If you are in or around that Glendale, Phoenix, Scottsdale area, I'm going to be staying in old town, Scottsdale. Mm-hmm. 
That's where my hotel is. But I'm thinking, how cool would this be? It's 2024, new year, new us. Yeah. Let's do a T-Lop pop-up oh, happy hour. Yes. Like, look, I'm not buying your drinks. <laughs> you got to buy your own drinks. <laughs> but you can come look at me. Because those beers on Friday when I go to the golf tournament are, are gonna be, not. Yeah, they're going to be hell expensive, cheap. right? Yeah, they're not cheap. They're not cheap. But how cool, cool would it be? So continue to follow us on LinkedIn, on Instagram, and on Facebook because we're going to be posting starting on Monday where that event's going to be. But it, it, it will be Old Town Scottsdale. It's going to be from 4.30 to 6.30 p.m. I'm going to be there. I have a buddy with me, uh, my buddy Rob. Rob's been on the show a couple times. And um, we're going to go have a couple beers, do a little happy hour. And we invite you, Scottsdale, Phoenix, Glendale, uh, Gilbert, that whole you know Phoenix, Arizona geography. Y'all are welcome. I would love for you to pop by, have a beer with us, say hi, uh, talk shop, and um, you know do something cool and fun before it's time to go home for dinner. Yeah. So that's going to be on February the 8th. Um, our first only T-Lop Our first pop up. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, because I want to do this like anytime that I travel. Yeah, you should. To, I would love to be able to do a T-Lop Drop pop a pen. Up. Drop a pen. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll post stories. We'll do reels. All that good jazz. Yeah. And then um, the last thing I need to remind everyone of, 2024 is more than likely the last year that I, as Dustin Owen, personally coach loan officers. Now, I'm not talking about the stuff I do on the TLOP online mm -hmm. community. Mm -hmm. I love doing that. I plan on doing that for as long as I'm in this industry for the next 10 or 15 years. Yeah. And I love what we're doing at TLOP online. But for the past few years, I've taken select groups of loan originators, groups of anywhere between eight to 10, and we go through a legitimate business coaching course. Yeah. It's accountability, it's homework, but the people who do it, it's life-changing. It's what allows them to either break through that barrier that's holding them back or allows them to level up. Okay, we have three spots left. We're launching our spring of 2024. LO Launch is the name of the course. We're launching it. More than likely, I anticipate it being the last time I personally coach. Okay. Now, we're going to offer this going forward, and we're going to build upon it. But the faculty that I'm building out, mm -hmm. people like Coach Gwen, mm -hmm. people like Coach Brian, they're going to take over the coaching um, when we get into the spring. Right. So if you want to be coached by me, if you want to join a badass, really economically priced, like the investment is is pretty easy to gain your ROI, then reach out to Nikki Ray, R-H-E-Y. Nikki is N-I-K-K-I. -K -K She's on the TLOP team. Nikki at TLOPonline.com. She can give you the details. She can help you figure out, is this good for you or is this not good for you? Like, Because we might not be good for you. You might not be ready. Or this may be something that you have to go dig underneath your couch, find the, the loose change mm -hmm. and find a way to make the investment because you're going to triple, quadruple or 10x oh, your money yeah. within the first 12 months. Yeah. Okay. LFG. Let's effing go. Okay. So let's get into it. Okay. Is Dave Ramsey out of touch? Probably. So let me start with just, I'm going to read you the post that chapped my rear end. Okay. Got my panties in a Y. Okay. Gave me the inspiration to do this show. All right. So, again, don't know Dave Ramsey. Never talked to him. I respect the hell of everything that he's done. So, Ramsey Ites out there, please. Attack Dustin do Owen. Not come at attack me. Dustin Owen. You can find him easily on LinkedIn. All I'm saying is that there could be there, there, there could be aspects of this post that I think are out of touch that just aren't realistic. Well, tell me because this is a, I'll be a perfect subject case because I can tell you. So go okay. ahead, hit me with you. So Dave shot. Ramsey says, which by the way, he's very bullish on buying a house. 
especially in today's market. So for that, Dave, I high five you. We agree. But it, it states, and he has uh, four bullet points plus a disclaimer. Mm -hmm. Before buying your first home, pay off all of your debt. I struggle with the word all. I'll come back to that. The second, save an emergency fund of three to six months worth of your expenses. You agree with that? I agree with that. Yeah. Yes, sir. Dave and I are on point. Mm -hmm. Decide on the price of a home you can afford. All right. Seems pretty rational. Dave goes on to write in parentheses, I recommend buying a home where the payment is no more than 25% of your take-home pay on a 15-year fixed-rate mortgage. Huh? Oh, okay. okay, I'm going to have issues with the 15-year fixed mortgage. I'll come back to that. Mm -hmm. And 25% of your take-home pay? Yeah, man. That's like sitting down with a doctor who says, I want you to never touch a French fry, never eat candy, don't eat birthday cake, don't sip alcohol, only drink water, uh -huh. work out 50 minutes a day, five minutes of uh, five days a week, and be nice and smile to everyone that you see and don't have a bad day. Okay. That probably won't happen, Doc. That probably won't happen. Yeah, That's no. probably not realistic. Hell no. So so we, we the, we're going to come back specifically to the 25% because it's take-home pay versus gross pay, and it's 15-year fixed. Cool. And then save a down payment of at least 5% of the home you can afford. 20% is even better. Okay. 20% is even better. Cool. Yes. You know what? Never eating um, fast food or processed food, only drinking water. I'm sure is better. I just don't know if that's realistic. Mm. And there is, there's a lot of missed opportunities when you sit back trying to save a 20% down payment a lot of financially missed opportunities. So then finally, at the very bottom, the footnote, mm -hmm. it reads, if you can't afford the home you want using the above guidelines, you'll need to wait and save a larger down payment. So the monthly payment will decrease to find another home that has a price that fits your budget. Let's start there because I have issues there. Are you cool with that? Yeah, let's go. All right. Do you have any, in, any input, any say? Mm. No, no. Does this guy still have a TV show or some shit? Yes. This does, is, look, does come John, CNN? you know what I want for us? What? I, at some point, Dave has to retire. Yeah, at some point, look, Only I'm, time I'm, I already, I'm already saying I think the guy may be a little bit out of touch. He may uh -huh. be a little bit outdated. Why don't you and I slide in? Yeah. We can, look, Dave's done amazing things for the American populace. Never you and I can yeah. do amazing things. We'll just be cooler. You can. Younger, I ain't helping nobody. Hipper. No, you. I'll follow your lead. I'm not voluntarily like helping anybody. But the only time I see Dave Ramsey is when I'm like trying to catch a flight and I see the shit on like headline news at the airport. That's the only time I see him. I don't need any of that. I, I do want to be able to offer sound fiscal advice at the very basic level. Yeah. At the very bit. And then teach it and, and teach it in a manner that well you are I, I am i am remedial and you've taught me a lot of like valuable principles i have still yet to adopt them but i know what the principles are so let's start there's a saying you can take a horse to water but you can't make them drink that do is, you know that's true have you ever tried to no get but a horse you know because i think i think your annual pilgrimage to 7d ranch i don't it is this year i know yeah I took you i'm getting so. excited i know you are i'm getting excited whiskey. 7d ranch shout out whiskey Gr by the fire greatest vacation ever y'all should follow them on on social i'm just we'll be looking forward to doing it our is, podcast live from there that'd be it awesome it is god's country i know yeah if there is a god 
I love that's his country. That's your boy. Dave thinks you know your dog. Oh yeah. Your boy, All right. Your boy Dave dabbles. All right. In. So he he, he dabbles yeah, in he that. He dabbles in that kind of stuff. Yeah. Dave Dave, Dave loves dabbles. himself. Fifteen year fixed mortgages and uh, and God. God. All yeah. right. Good deal. Um. So let's 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 jump in where I said, if you can't afford the home you want, this is me quoting the post that came from Rams. It came from his team. I mean, Dave wasn't posting this shit right, on right, Saturday. Of course not. But if you can't afford the home that you want. Using the above guidelines, you'll need to wait and save a larger down payment. So let's think about this. $10,000. A lot of money? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of money. Mm -hmm. It would take you a year yeah. to save ten grand, mm -hmm. And that was with you cutting out Negronis, cutting out going to Hillstone. I've been trying to save $10,000 my whole life, Dustin, but keep it going. Okay. So ten grand is a lot of money. Yeah. So someone would spend a year. They may even take a second job. Mm -hmm. Home Depot pushing carts. They may go valet cars. Uh, valet cars. They'll do something. Get their ten grand. Mm -hmm. Here's what happened: ten grand saves them a whopping seventy bucks a month on their housing. Mm -hmm. If they do a fifteen-year fix, like Dave says, a hundred bucks a month. Okay, a hundred bucks a month. Spend that on a Friday. Or seventy bucks a month. That should not make or break mm -hmm. whether or not someone's able to buy a house or not buy a house. Right. Hell, your taxes and your insurance will go up in many cases by more than seventy or a hundred bucks from one year to the next. Your cable bill may go up. Your auto insurance. So, yeah, you know, I get being mindful of every penny being spent, but that's dumb advice. Ten grand is really hard to save. And it's only going to save you 70 bucks a month, let alone look the house today. That's priced at 300 grand in just 12 months is 309. So cool. You saved, you say it's been a whole year. You saved 10 grand mm -hmm. more, but the house that you would have bought for 300 is 309. The house you would have paid for 400 is now 412. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you paid more. You spent all that time saving money and you're net neutral best case, mm -hmm. but you know what you missed? Cause you were living somewhere. Yeah. Unless you were going to live, look. Yeah, on the you, carpet because you can't afford no damn couch. That's where you are sleeping for the past year. Yeah, or you're staying in the basement, <laughs> yeah. up, up in the bonus room yeah. with, with your auntie or yeah. your parents or your grandparents. Shit. Assuming you were living somewhere, you were paying for housing. Right. So you just went an entire year of not paying, of, of, of paying housing. Nope. That wasn't a house that you owned. Therefore, it wasn't a mortgage. Therefore, none of your housing payment went towards your equity. Mm. What people don't understand is that when you make a mortgage payment, your mortgage payment is principal and interest. So principal is you paying down your loan. Principal is essentially you depositing cash into your backyard. Mm -hmm. like that money is not making you money. Mm -hmm. Not like when you deposit cash into an ETF or cash into your into a mutual fund or your 401k. No, like in, in those cases, it can earn you money. But you're putting money in. So after one year, you paid housing, but you paid down your loan, which means you inserted cash into your home to the tune of, five to six grand. Mm. So waiting, waiting very rarely makes sense. By the way, I, I want to throw this caveat out there. There are people who aren't ready to be homeowners. That is okay. You're not ready typically because you don't have your reserve assets. You're not ready because you don't have stable employment. That's reliable, right? Like that's like, Hey, look, I'm not ready. Mm -hmm. You're not ready. Cause you don't feel like you're going to live in that geographic area for long. I graduated college. I moved to Atlanta. I didn't buy a home in Atlanta because to me, Atlanta was a two-year stopping point. Would have made no sense for me to buy a house until I decided, hey, you know what? I love this market. I love my, my career opportunities. I'm going to be staying here. The minute I made that decision, I should have become a homeowner, but I didn't. 
because I wasn't fixed on living in Atlanta. So there's definitely people out there that home ownership is not for you. It's just not. If you can't manage your, your money and you don't have the reserve assets or you don't have the ability to own and continue to put money away, maybe home ownership's not for Speaking you. Speaking to my heartstrings right there, Dustin. And, and here's the reason why. It's not because you're not going to value home ownership because, or benefit from home ownership. You still would, mm-hmm. right? If somebody, if somebody was living paycheck to paycheck and they could cover their rent, but after their rent, they didn't have any money left for 401k or any money left to go to the reserves. I mean, a lot of people live that way. It's unfortunate, but it's true. The benefit of that lifestyle is that when your apartment breaks, when the house that you're renting needs repair, that shit isn't coming out of your bank account. That's coming out of the landlord's bank account. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely a, am I ready to buy component? You may check the box of I have stable em- employment. You may check the box of I'm going to be living in this geographic area for the next five to seven years. Yeah. But if you don't check the box of I can afford the payment and I have six months reserves and I can afford the payment as well as save something on a monthly basis. Maybe homeownership isn't for you because it is good to know. And this is where Dave and I would probably, if he drinks beer, have a beer together and agree. People have to understand when they become homeowners that that home is going to cost you one to 3% of its property value in annual maintenance. So that $400,000 house that you own, that's four to $12,000 a year that you're going to be putting back into the home. It could be landscaping. It could be deferred maintenance. It could be because the AC breaks. It could be because the pool needs to be resurfaced. Who knows? And if you're in smaller markets, the same numbers apply. Like now you're buying a house for 250 grand. Okay. Then 1% of 250 is 2,500, 3% 7,500. So if you are in, you know, let's say more of the, the central part of the country, Kansas, Indiana, Nebraska, where maybe home values aren't as expensive, then the good news is it's, it's cheaper to, to keep them up. Follow me Yeah. so far. All right. So that was the first thing that I had just, I'm like, damn, I just have an issue with this. It's just, I just, I just don't get it. This is where I'm afraid the guy's out of touch. Sounds like he's trying to cultivate minions so he can then funnel them into his product so they can buy some shit. Well, correct. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, that dude's worth $40 million. Way out of touch. Yeah. He's he's one of the the biggest lead generators for mortgage companies and real estate companies. He has books to sell and courses to take. And he, I mean, look, you and I look at what he's doing from a business standpoint, mm-hmm. and I see inspiration there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there is a way to take your talents and your experience and offer it to others oh. while also being able to provide for your family. That's true. Right? Like, there's, there's nothing there's wrong There's a happy that. medium. Doctors somewhere. do it. Mm-hmm. Lawyers do it. CPAs do it. Like, why can't people who give financial advice, who help people become better, uh, help people advance in life, why shouldn't they also be compensated? So I actually look up to and respect the business of what Dave Ramsey does. It's just some philosophical differences where Word. I'm saying, hey, dude's awesome, but he could be out of touch. So okay. um, pay off all your debt. Let's stop. start at the top. That was the first thing that I mentioned. Pay off all your debt. I'm like, uh. I do do that. I'll tell you that. You do do. I do do do. I sh- yes. I mean, I was fortunate enough, you know, parents helped me out with going to college, but shit, they're the ones that made me go anyway. So don't, I don't, don't hold that over my head. <laughs> be like, oh, I paid for your college. But yeah, I, I, I live a, a good lifestyle, but I do pay off my credit cards every single month religiously. I've never paid interest. Okay. Congratulations. And that's freaking awesome. And I think 
everyone. I think that's great advice on the credit cards. Mm -hmm. I'm poor as shit, but yeah, I'd never pay interest. <laughs> How about this? How about this? What about your car loan? No, that's How about this? How about your student loans? No, yeah. Some people have them. Yeah. I don't know. Pay off all your debt. That's where I had an issue with that word all. Yeah. That's all all right. your debt. Mm. Credit card debt. I can get behind. I've already admitted. Yes. Three to six months should be that step one. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I would say in a perfect world, you have no credit card debt. Not, not that you don't have credit cards. Not that you don't use credit cards. Right. It's just that you're accustomed mm -hmm. to only putting things on your credit card for convenience to rack up the points. Mm -hmm. And then you pay them off monthly. Correct. And you've also had, you have three to six months in, in a liquid account, like a savings account or a money market account. That's your emergency fund. Mm -hmm. I'm down with that, but I'm not down with paying off my car. I'm not down with paying off my student loans because I want to operate my household the way that businesses operate. And I'm talking like Fortune 100 fiscally sound businesses where I understand that debt is something I can leverage to my benefit, right? I may have a car payment because instead of paying 40 grand to purchase that certified pre-owned, yeah, Dave, you and I get along. Certified pre-owned. I was 44 years old before I ever bought a brand new car. 44. Every car before that was either used AF do you look at, or certified Do you look at that vehicle side note? Do you look at that vehicle any different since you did buy it brand new? I don't. And do you know why I bought it brand new? Because that's the only way you can buy cars now off the internet. Because it was the same price. Mm. It was the same price. I was just at the dealership getting my daughter's 10-year-old car that has 130,000 miles on it mm. serviced. And I was talking to the service manager about uh, when my son's car dies, because his car is at a point where it's worth three grand and it needs $2,000 worth of work. And the guy's like, yeah, don't do it. Yahtzee. Yeah, he's like, he's like, don't do it. That just tells us we have another year or two before that car is going to be ready to be retired, mm -hmm. put out to the graveyard, shipped off to be uh, chopped up for parts, whatever you do with old ass cars. But I was talking to him about my wanting to buy my son this like Toyota Tacoma when he turns 21. Like, hey, son, congratulations. Last thing mom and I are going to do for you. Mm -hmm. Here's a truck and it won't be brand new. I was like, it'll be certified pre-owned with like 25 to 30,000 miles. He goes, nah. I go, what? He goes, you can get that same truck for $600 more brand new. Wow. So yeah, so when I bought my car brand new, I really did it because cost-wise, it may have been three grand more, and I picked everything. I uh, mean, the color of the interior, the color of the rims, the color. The brake ca caliper. Yes, yeah. but I financed it. Do you know why I financed it? Because you are the person that says, I could, find, I could pay it with cash, but I could also put 2% or something in the market, and the delta between mm -hmm. the interest I would have paid and what I would get from the market is like 50 bucks, so I'm sticking it to the man by putting my money in the market instead of, that's. Yeah, yeah I'm not even sticking it to the man. I'm actually paying the <laughs> man because the man's Ford Motor Company's finance company, you know, yeah. finance on But in the end, you win. I got 1.9% interest. Yeah, like the S&P 500 did 13% last year. Well, if, if I can service that debt, if I make enough money that I can cover mm. my, my household bills, right? That cell phone, that's cable, that's internet, that's car insurance, mm -hmm. like all of that. And I can service that car loan. Yes. 1.9%. I think over five years, I'm paying a whopping $2,000 on a $50,000 vehicle. I made five grand just last year by putting that money into a, a standard like S&P 500 ETF or mutual fund. So yeah, I disagree with pay off all debt. I do agree that you need to be able to service your debt. And that's where I'm going to come into this rule. And this is where, where I disagreed um, earlier when Dave says, decide on the price of a home, you can afford 25% of your take home pay. I don't think that's realistic. I think that's pie in the sky. I think that's amazing if you can do it. Mm-hmm but not many people can. 
I would tell you 25% of your gross monthly income. So you make 60 grand a year, your spouse makes 60 grand a year, that's 120 grand household income, that's $10,000. Just using quick, easy math. $10,000, your take-home pay on that would probably be somewhere around, let's just say, after you do 401k, you do your Social Security, your Medicare, you do your, your federal, maybe you do some benefits. It may be somewhere around, I don't know, $7,500 to eight grand. Let's just use eight grand. Maybe live in Florida where you and I live, there's no state income tax, okay. unlike living in California. So it's eight grand. So $8,000 is what you're netting. Dave says 25% of that number. I say 25% of 10,000. Because I don't think, I think 25% of, of the gross number is difficult in today's landscape with how expensive apartments have become, how expensive it is to rent a house, which means how expensive it is to own a house. Right. It doesn't matter if you're renting or you're owning, at least with, with home ownership, there's benefits that we'll continue to talk about. So I, I disagree with his saying net number. I'm going to tell you it's a gross number. And, and I stand pretty firmly with my heels in the sand on that one. I've had an issue with Ramsey advice since I was first introduced to him 10 years ago, which by the way, great place to start. If you're trying to learn how to become less of a mess financially, read a Ramsey book, mm. literally read a Ramsey book, or you can go read the richest man in Babylon. Cause I think Dave read the richest man in Babylon and just paraphrased it. And then from there launched his, his radio show, consulting, coaching, book writing company. Mm. Right. Um, because richest man in Babylon teaches the same exact thing that you would you would uh, learn by reading a, damn, a Dave Ramsey book, but anyhow, I've had issue with the fifteen year fixed mortgage, because my experience twenty years in the industry. Here's what I can tell anyone and everyone about a fifteen year fixed mortgage. Here's who, who it's for: people who have fuck you money. Give me money, I got it. Yeah, like look, if you have fuck you money, pardon my French there, but that means like you're financing your home so that you can leverage debt. But you like the idea of having your debt paid off quicker and you knew a 15-year fixed mortgage helped you save on interest mm -hmm. and you can afford whatever payment I put in front of you. Whether it's two grand a month or five grand a month, it doesn't matter because you have FU money. I DKF. Okay. Or if you are such a financial imbecile, mm. okay, where, where if I leave you up to your own laurels, you are going to purposefully, out of spite, make every wrong decision. That's me. Okay, double middle fingers in the air to, to the experts. Mm -hmm. And if you get a dollar, you're going to go spend a dollar ten. If I give you five, you're going to go spend six. There are people in this world that they can afford any payment. But man, if you give them the cheapest payment, they're not going to take the leftover money and do something good with it. It is going to go to hair, nails, vacations. It's going to be... Buying bougie stuff, staying at bougie places, flying first class versus flying comfort, mm -hmm. right? They're just going to blow it. If that's the case, let me introduce you to a 15-year fixed mortgage because at a minimum, it will force your ass to pay off yeah. the debt on the biggest asset you're probably going to own, which is your home. Mm -hmm. But for most of us, a 15-year fixed mortgage is, it's not even in the cards. It's not even the cards because on a $300,000 mortgage, Okay, so if you're in California, people are laughing. Dio, I can't get a $300,000 mortgage. But if you're in Terry Haute, Indiana, a $300,000 mortgage may be a 3,000 square foot house. So I'm just gonna use the word three, the, the number for 300, but
but we could go up to 400, 500, 600. I mean, hell, the conforming loan limit is now 750 plus thousand dollars. Okay. So for that reason, I use 400. Mm -hmm. Okay. For on a $400,000 house, the difference in payment between a 30 year fixed and a 15 year fixed is upwards of $800, Oof. to give you an idea of what $800 does. If you're on a 30 year fixed mortgage in terms of purchasing power, $800 is like a $150,000 in purchase price. So all of a sudden you're not buying a $500,000 house. You're buying 350. Okay. Well, what does the $350,000 house come with? Well, it may be in an undesirable area. So that's going to impact my appreciation. It may be an older home. That's going to make it more expensive for me to be able to own because the upkeep is going to be so high. It may be in an area that doesn't have the best public school system, but I can't afford private school because all my money's going to this 15 year fixed mortgage. So now I'm sending my children off to a school that may put them at a disadvantage going forward because of how the American school system is set up. We don't operate like Finland. If you want to go find the best school system, go check out what they're doing in Finland. What's really cool about that is Finland 40 years ago had one of the worst school systems in the, de in the, the developed world. Mm. Okay. That's for a whole different to a topic, a whole different podcast episode. So I have an issue with the 15 year fixed mortgage because it's forcing someone to take on a higher payment, which means they now can qualify and afford less. And with that less, it comes with those three things that I mentioned. It also comes with this. If your home is going to appreciate at 3% per year, do you earn more in appreciation on a $350,000 house or a $500,000 house? Well, pretty simple. 3% of 500 is more than 3% of 350. It's $15,000 of increased equity on that $500,000 house. And it's 10 to $11,000 of increased equity on the $350,000 house. So that 15 year fixed mortgage is handcuffing people into a lower price sales uh, home in a, that's uh, a home that's older, that needs more, more upkeep, potentially in an undesirable area, potentially that could impact where they, they, they send their children off for school. And it's going to appreciate at a lot less money per year, which means you're earning and gaining less wealth on the smaller price. And by the way, on a 30 year fixed mortgage, you can pay extra. There is nothing that prevents John Coleman from getting a big fat bonus because we crushed it at the 2025 TLOP annual event. Is that happening? I mean, John, if we oh. put it out there, the people oh. are going to make us do it. Okay, yeah, for sure. Let's keep this story moving. Okay. So so if you have a 30-year fixed mortgage, you can pay down your loan. Yeah. Like, you can put ten grand on it, mm -hmm. but why do a 15-year fix where it's going to force you to do it? I just don't understand that logic, and I... I just don't get it. By the way, I have a 15-year fixed mortgage. What does that tell you about me? That you're fiscally sound and responsible? Yeah. Or maybe I was able to get to a point in my career mm. where I love having leveraged debt, mm -hmm. but I could have paid my house off multiple times over. I could afford whatever payment you put in front of me because mm -hmm. I don't live in this extravagant home. I bought my house 13 years ago for $390,000. I'm on, I'm on my, my second or third mortgage because I refinanced a couple of times. The last time I refied was to a 15 year at 2.75 mm. because I didn't care whether my payment was 2000 a month or $3,000 a month. Didn't matter to me. 
So let's do $3,000 a month. Plus it helps my wife sleep good at night. And, and I was already checking all the boxes, max out the IRA. I max out the 401k. Um, I have a rental property. I put money into a managed account. Like I had nowhere else to put money. Mm. So it's like, well, why not? Right. What does my license plate say? Sure. Why not? It does. Yeah. Since when? Uh, probably past like 30 days. It's really hard to decipher because it's actually S-R-Y-N-T because my UCF license plate could only put five uh, symbols or letters or you numbers. You petition to change that, Dustin. Yeah, so people are like, what does that say? I'm like, I'll figure it out, but I'll let you know. the the It's three words, and the middle word is Y. Don't worry, I'm going to get that orange Lamborghini one day, and my license plate with the orange is going to say T-Lop. I thought about getting <laughs> T-Lop. I just couldn't do it. So, you know, so I think that's everything I had to say on the 15-year fixed mortgage. Just know I'm, although I have one. Yeah. I'm not the biggest fan, just like whole life insurance. We're, this isn't for this episode. You and I did. You remember that? Like one yes, of the first episodes mm -hmm. we ever did was on whole life insurance. Yes, I do. And although I have whole life insurance, I don't think I'm a huge fan of it, but it has its place for certain individuals. I think for most of us, here's what we should aspire to do. And this is how I wrap up the show. Okay. For most of us, we should aspire a to have some kind of a community that's around us, whether it's a spouse and children or whether it's just a group of friends that makes life work li worth living and we have fun. Yeah, We have some form of, of career or job that we enjoy enough, um, it's fulfilling enough and it allows us to live what the life that, that we wanna live. With that, we wanna leave, the, leave this world a little bit better than how we found it. Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. and it's how you found it. I mean, some people found the world. Shit. Yeah, and some people. So, we, we what, however you found it, just <laughs> right, just yeah. leave it better. Yeah. But but then it's on a financial standpoint. Mm -hmm. Yes, three to six months of your lifestyle in reserve. Spend less than you make. Focus on earning more than you focus on saving. It's a lot easier to save when you're focused on earning, mm -hmm. and that when you purchase a home, yes. Your housing payment, whether it's rent or a mortgage, but we're talking about purchasing a home, it should be 25% of your gross monthly income. It could be upwards of 33% in the current environment. And that's going to be your, your choice to make. Real estate is still the number one, the number two, and the number three way to generate wealth in this country. Do not have credit card debt, but also don't be in a hurry to pay off your mortgage because too many people are in a hurry to pay off their mortgage and they they didn't invest in their 401k, which meant they didn't get the free money their employer was offering. They didn't open up a Roth IRA, which means they don't have the benefits of compound interest and the tax advantages when it comes to retirement. And they just threw all their money into paying off this particular home. They never focused on earning. Mm -hmm. And they do a great job of retiring at 65, debt-free and poor. Yeah, and you got your guy stressed because you ain't got no hair because you busted your ass working so much you didn't live life. Yeah, so I just, um, I, I wanted to point out this particular piece. I shared it in a story. I didn't share it in a post because I figured stories only last 24 hours. We were going to do a podcast episode on it. Well, things, I hope your ass isn't chappy anymore. Yeah, so here's what we'd love to do. If you're on YouTube checking this out, I'd love your comments. I would love to Please see debate, yes. what you have to say. Like, call us out if you disagree, Mostly disagree, good. but please offer some kind of a rationale as to why you disagree. Please back up your, your commentary. If you agree, give us a thumbs up. Give us a hell yeah. If you weren't watching us on YouTube, but you're listening on Spotify or Apple, hey, give us a review, subscribe, share what we're doing with 
not one, not two, but at least three people. And specifically, if you are in mortgage or real estate, we made this for your clients, for your borrowers and your buyers. Please make sure you're getting this out to them. You're not only doing us a favor, but you're doing them a favor by sharing this type of content. Mm -hmm. If you're a loan officer, please check out what we're doing at tloponline.com. At a minimum, sign up for our newsletter. It is free. And by being signed up to the newsletter, you will also be able to join one of our monthly calls for free mm -hmm. just by being signed up with the newsletter. Toasty. On that note, Tallahassee, we're coming for you. Scottsdale, Arizona, can't wait to see you. He's John Coleman. I'm Dustin Owen. That's all the time we have for you, for you today. But we do look forward to catching you on the next episode. Peace. <laughs>